Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Inas Kosana. Thanks for joining us. Today we talk about Africa's forests. The planet is witnessing deforestation at an alarming rate. This has been a hot topic at COP26. That's the United Nations Climate Change Conference. Today's episode looks at why forests are important and why funding is needed. Our guest is Robert Nassi. He's a Director General at the Center for International Forestry Research. We start out discussing why Africa's forests are important for the world. They are important because uh, this is a large amount of forest. Huh? Africa is about 670 million hectares of forest, so it's not insignificant. And, and they are important because they have uh, high biodiversity, they are both some very emblematic animals, they are the source of living and, and livelihood of more than one billion people. They are important place for carbon storage, they produce goods and services, they regulate climate. So Dr. Nasi, on the back of what you said, why is it a global public good to fund Africa's forests? First, for the, the whole issue of biodiversity uh, conservation. African forests are host to uh, irreplaceable biodiversity and biodiversity that may have use for us or not to use, but has an intrinsic value. And, 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 and as a result, their value is, is for the whole world. It's, it's not simply for the people who do it. Then they, they have also a global value because they have an impact on the climate far beyond the, the, the reach of the actual forest. So what, what, what is happening in the forest of the Congo Basin uh, as an impact to uh, South Africa or, or to the rainfall in the, in, in the Sahel? They are also very important in terms of uh, goods and services. Uh, they are producing a significant number of goods. I mean, tropical timber is one, but, but there are others uh, for which there will be no resource or no substitute if there was not the African forest. So for all these reasons, I mean, they, they are more than simply a, a local good. They are, they are a, a global public good. Dr. Nasser, what is meant by funding Africa's forests? What is it that is being funded? Funding African forests, I would say that doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's sort of, in fact, the forest, they, they don't really care if, if you throw money at them or not. What, what you want to fund is the, the, the people that are either living in the forest or managing the forest or so that they can manage it better, they can keep it, and, and they are not pushed by poverty or by economic forces to cut this forest and transform the forest in oil palm plantation or, or in mining area or in infrastructure. So the whole idea is not much um, funding the forest, but it, it's funding the, the sustainable management of the forest. And, and this is something that does not come cheap. And for many countries that are in developing countries or low or middle income countries, I mean, a sort of, they may have some other expenditure like uh, health, education, that they will see priority to, to, to forest. And, and so, because these are global public goods, because we in the developed country benefit from the uh, goods and services from the African forests, I, I think that we have a moral obligation to, to, to assist uh, developing countries in making sure that these forests remain forever. And you say that um, this does not come cheap. How much funding are we talking about? It all depends. I mean, and you have seen the, the, the declaration in, uh, uh, in Glasgow. I mean, a sort of uh, developed country want to put 20 billion dollars for the next five years for, for forest, stopping deforestation. So 
This is about, if you remove it, if you bring it by hectare, it's about one dollar per hectare per year. So the rich country are putting one dollar per hectare per year uh, to stop deforestation. So if, if you multiply by the 670 million hectare of African forest, it's a very crude estimate, but that gives you 670 million dollars already. And that's a very low amount per hectare. Now, if you look at the fact that we want to revert deforestation and, and, and restore forest, then it's a different story because at the minimum, restoring forest will cost you 500 to $1,000 per hectare. So if you have, a, let's say, a couple of dozen million hectares of degraded forest in Africa, and there's more than that, we'll probably have to spend billions of dollars just to restore this forest. So we are talking of significant amount of money. On the other side, I mean, a sort of subsidizing the fossil fuel at the rate of $11 million a minute. So to find uh, a few billion dollars for the African forest, you just have to stop the subsidies of the fossil fuel for one week and you will get $100 billion that you can spend on African forest. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> so the major economies like South Africa that depend on fossil fuel for electricity and energy and so on. So how do you balance the two? Where do you find that balance? So South Africa, they, they, they depend on, on coal, like India, Indonesia, the US or Germany. So if, if they want to, uh, to stop using coal, they need an alternative. And so the alternative can be wind energy or solar energy, renewable, or if whatever possible, geothermic or, or, or geo-energy. But this is not always possible, and you cannot extend or scale up wind or, or solar as much as you want. So the other question about the, the African forest is their whole value in terms of the bioeconomy. If we want to replace fossil fuel, including coal, we need to move from a fossil fuel uh, economy into a bio-based economy. And one of the largest resources that is still available in Africa is forest and land, you know, or trees and land. So we can think about uh, replacing uh, the coal by some uh, bio biomass that can come from uh, waste or from, from uh, forest and trees. But that's where you, you have a sort of, a, and that's why you need to go back and look at the big number. As of today, there is about 1.3 billion people in Africa. These 1.3 billion people in Africa, they consume about 700 million tons of wood per year. Okay, So that means that on average, they consume about half a cubic meter per day. In 2050, when everybody has to be net zero, there will be 2.5 billion people in Africa. So you will have an addition of 1.1 billion people that will still consume probably 0.5 cubic meter of wood per year. So that means that you need an additional, let's say, 500 to 600 million cubic meter additional wood, even without talking about the bioeconomy. So if you want to have more wood to replace the coal, so that shows you, I mean, we need to have more forests, we need to have more trees, we need to be more careful in the way we conserve a forest. And, and just to, 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 to give you an, uh, an idea, I mean, because people don't realize, okay, one billion people, we will need to build a city of one million people every two weeks from now to 2050 to accommodate the increase in population. One million people city every two weeks to accommodate the increase of African population. So that just gives you an idea of the, the scale of the problem. 
Dr. Nasi is in Indonesia and the rain started, which distorted the rest of the audio. The final question I asked them looked at where this money would come from and why should African countries prioritize forests instead of other important things like health or the economy. Dr. Nasi concluded by saying that $1.3 trillion a year is spent on making weapons. Perhaps some of that money could be used to conserve forests. He also believes that instead of subsidizing fossil fuels, it can be used for conservation instead. The money is there, it just needs political will. He believes it's important to prioritize money properly. But stopping climate change and working away from fossil fuel-based economies is critical. Proper investing is needed in a green economy, but social justice and equity must be part of the conversation. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pasha, produced by Moina Spuna and Ozea Patel. From me, Inas Kosana. Bye for now.